Hey y'all, and welcome to the first episode of Not As Quiet As You Think with your host, Joy. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about grief. We're going to be talking about my personal experience with grief. I lost my mother when I was eight years old. I was only eight years old, and I had only had eight years of life under my belt. I just had to stop and process that because I was so young. I could not have it. I tell myself all the time, I wish I would have dealt with the everything better but it's like I was I can't put that type of pressure on an eight-year-old and I lost my mom so suddenly is she passed away in a car accident there was no not comparing the pain of someone who loses a parent suddenly or someone who knows but it's just I it's like my world turned upside down like that like my world my whole world when when you're eight you don't really understand what death is like you know what it is but you don't you don't truly understand it and you don't truly understand how permanent it really is you start to realize it as the years go by and it's like eighth it's like fifth grade graduation she's not here all these monumental moments all my achievements where she would be here she isn't here and it's just like dang she's not ever coming back the day my mom died she died october 13th 2012 it was saturday i had that the day before on friday i went to summer camp i went to girls inc and i had a blast that day and i came home and i seen my mom i told her i loved her and we had fun i just went to sleep and she went to a friend's house my mom had two foster kids at the time and they were so sweet my mom was such a loving person she really wanted to open her home up to everybody really she left when I went to sleep that night and I woke up the next morning and I was calling around I was like mom 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 like where where are you at and my foster sisters weren't in the house and I looked out the window and there were so many people in my front yard and I was just asking everybody I was like what is going on and someone told me you must not know yet I was like you know what and my grandparents found me and they took me into my mom's room and they told me and I was in utter shock I could not cry but in the moment I pretended to cry because I did not want my grandparents to feel like I didn't care that my mom died I did I just couldn't believe it I could not believe that my best friend was gone. I could not believe the woman who had gave birth to me was gone. I just could not believe it. She died that Saturday. And that Sunday, I don't really remember what I did. But I know that Monday, I went to school like nothing ever happened. Because I just could but I was still in shock I could not deal 
I don't know any other way to put it other than I could not deal. When I got to school, I didn't think anyone would know, but everybody knew. And my teacher told the whole class, which I wish she had known, but she did. And they tried to send me home that day saying I don't need to be at school, but I did. I really did. It was the only thing that I was holding on to, that the normal things, the everyday things that I did. And then I went to dance practice like nothing happened either. And I heard some of the girls on the dance team whisper like, her mom just died and she's just here. I wouldn't be able to do it. But they just don't know that if they was in my shoes, they would rather be at dance practice than facing the fact that their mom is not here anymore. Then that too, the rest of the week I didn't go to school. I don't remember what I did. I think we were just funeral prepping, but I didn't go to school. Fast forward to the funeral. I felt so much love and support at my, my mom's funeral. It was so many people there for me. And I had written a poem for my mom. It was in the obituary, and I was in the program to read the poem during her service. And when it was time for me to go up there and read my poem, when I started reading was the moment that I had shed my first tear about losing my mom. I just lost it. It was the funeral was so final. It was just the the funeral was that like moment for me, like, this is real. This is real. And I could barely get the words out to finish my poem, but I did. And I was very proud of myself that I did. For a long time, I blamed myself for my mom passing away alone because the night she passed away, my foster sister woke me up in the middle of the night. And she told me to look out the window and I saw a car crashed into a pole and I saw a bunch of police lights but I just shrugged it off my shoulder and I went back to sleep and waking up that morning finding out it was my mom was the worst feeling in the world because I was my mom's best friend I was my mom's everything I could have been there for her I could have been there with her so when she passed away she knew that she was loved she knew that she wasn't alone she knew she had somebody with her so she wouldn't be scared. But I had to realize that the universe, God, didn't want me to to witness that. Because who knows what they could have been protecting me from. I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't have been able to handle what I've seen her passing maybe I wouldn't maybe I wouldn't be able to handle what I saw when I went down there maybe I wouldn't have been able to be strong for her as she's passing away because I see my mom losing her life
So I had to forgive myself because my mama wouldn't want me to hold that over my head for my entire life. I had to forgive myself for that and let that guilt go. It was heavy and everything else is already heavy enough. I don't need to add extra weight. For a long time, I was stuck in a stage of denial. I was doing everything I could do to keep myself busy for, from dealing with the pain and the grieving process because I didn't it was too painful to deal with. It was too hard to even imagine actually living a life without my mom. It was so much easier to live in denial. So I did, I did bury myself in extracurriculars, in school, and doing everything. Never a moment, bury myself in movies and social medias. Never a moment alone. Never a moment to sit alone with my thoughts. Even during this time period, I wasn't even able to acknowledge the fact that my mom was gone. I couldn't even say without tearing choking up or getting knots in my throat crying without saying my mom is passed I couldn't I couldn't even say it it was too much to even say the sentence the sentence was too final I don't I don't even I didn't even talk about it I didn't talk about it with anyone. I was in therapy. I didn't even talk about losing my mom in therapy because it was it was too hard. I didn't know what to do with it. I just didn't know what to do with all that hurt and all that pain. I don't visit my mom's grave. I don't visit my mom's grave because it doesn't bring me comfort because it's just a reminder that she is gone and I know that it is nothing but bones in that casket. When COVID happened in 2020 and the world stopped, everything stopped and there was nothing to do, it forced me to stop and to sit down and to face my thoughts and face my feelings and face everything that I was trying to hold down. And one of those things was all the emotion that I felt about my mom. All the emotion. I was experiencing three stages of grief at once. Grief is not some cookie cutter process. But it's like denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. You experience multiple stages at the same time in a different order. Mostly I experienced denial for most of my grieving process and anger, bargaining, and depression all at once. I was angry at everyone because why can't anyone fix it why can't anyone make it better 
I know that no one couldn't, but I just wanted somebody to just take a magic wand and bring her back so bad. I was mad at God because why would you take my mother from me? The person that I love most in this entire world, why would you take her from me? I was so mad. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I never felt like my prayers were being answered. So I just denounced God because how can I love a God to take away the most important person to me? in the world I was envious during this time period I was envious of people who still had their moms I would be so jealous and bitter on days like muffins for moms because everybody was there happy with their moms what about me what about me getting to be happy with my mom getting to experience that mother-daughter relationship being able to experience you know that relationship where y'all have where y'all can go on nail dates and y'all can go get y'all hair done together and I just wanted that so bad and I was so mad and so jealous of everyone that did and I felt so unfair it's like why me why do I have to be without my mom it was just like a why me why me why me type of thing I used to make my own I was making my own self miserable with what ifs what if I was able to go back in time? Even though I know time machines don't exist, but what if I can go back in time and I can stop my mom? What if she didn't die? What what type of life would I be living now? What if, what if, what if? But what if don't mean shit because I can't do anything different. I can't change the past. I can't do anything differently that I that I've already done. So I, even though losing my mom is a sad thing, I don't have to make myself even more sad with what is because they're irrelevant. COVID happened in the middle of my sophomore year. That summer, I had stopped talking to the friends that I had at the time. And then once school started back is when it like really set in that when all the emotions and grief started bubbling back up and I turned to weed I used to lie to myself and tell myself I'm just recreationally smoking I'm just smoking because I like it and now I do have a thing for oral fixations I do actually like the feeling of smoking but I wasn't that wasn't at the time at the time I was smoking to do anything to numb the pain to keep me from feeling the hurt and pain I smoked every day I didn't I did not go to school I went buried myself in work smoking sleeping 
mindless social media, anything to keep my mind off of it again because I was starting to let it in. But the stuff that I was doing didn't work anymore. So I needed to find a new route for avoidance. The hurt and pain of losing my mom seemed so unbearable that I would rather give up than face it. I would rather kill myself than live another day without her here. Depression is honestly one of the worst stages of grief. It is the hardest to get yourself through. You're in so much emotional pain that it turns into physical pain. Your head is hurting. Your stomach is hurting. Like you feel your chest hurts. Because once you start to let it in, even though you the, the avoidance gets more temporary and it's temporary, it doesn't really work anymore. So you're getting more and more forced to deal with what you're trying to avoid. I don't know what else to call it other than a panic attack. But when I did allow myself just to sit alone and think about my mom, I would hyperventilate and I would get really, really upset and just hold my ears and sit in fetal position just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Because it just hurt so bad and I would just get, I would just start crying hysterically. This crying to the point where I couldn't even be consoled. Like only, and my eyes would get bloodshot red and I would get the biggest lumps in my throat. And it was just so many nights. I was just crying and hugging myself and crying myself to sleep. I felt like I couldn't move on either. I felt like if I wasn't allowing my mom's death to cause me this much pain, I feel like I, I felt like I had to be sad sometimes. I felt like if I wasn't being sad about my mom that I was forgetting her or I was wrong. I wasn't allowing myself to heal, to mourn and move on. I let the grief consume me. I let it become me. I hit rock bottom during my depression stage of grief. During my first semester of college, her 10th year death anniversary came around. I wasn't going to class. I wasn't eating. I was sleeping. I was avoiding everything. My mom wasn't even enough to motivate me to get me out the bed, to get me to want to live. At least in the past, that was enough. Like, I need to at least do it for my mom, but that wasn't even enough. Because it was like, why do it for her if she's not even here to see it? 
why do it for her if she's not here at the end of the finish line to give me a hug and congratulate me and tell me she loved me and tell me everything's gonna be okay I just got so stuck in the identity of being a motherless daughter I, I let it I let it consume me that was all I was I was nothing outside of that I the only emotion I was beginning to feel was nothing or sadness and anger about about my mom I felt like everything I did had to surround her in some type of way I heard from a lot of people during this time that I was too sad and in the moment I was I was like they're they're just being very insensitive you know to 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 a point they were but they were right I had sat and dwelled and rolled around and soaked in and got comfortable in being the sad little girl that lost her mom and she uh, never ever ever found happiness or never ever ever be okay because her mom is dead. Grieving is a very lonely and isolating process. There is a lot of support in the beginning. Like I was saying earlier, I felt so much love and support during my mom's funeral. During the week that she passed, everyone was there. You know, for the first year, everybody checked in. My mom's friends, family. But as the years go by, everybody disappears. All those promises everybody makes to be there for you, to check up on you, to do this, to do that. They don't do any of it. Nobody calls you. Nobody just come pick you up just to get you out the house. Everything everybody promised you just goes out the window because no one means it. They just say it in the moment because they feel like that's what you want to hear or that's the right thing to say, but they don't mean it. Do you feel like you don't have the space to grieve either? You don't want to burden anyone or kill the vibe or make everyone sad by bringing her up, but it's not, but you want to talk about it because it's your life. It's something I have to deal with every day. Everyone around me has the luxury of forgetting or it slips their mind that my mom is dead, but I don't. So sometimes I just want to talk about her. But everyone always gets so awkward or weird when I do. Even if I'm talking about her life, just a happy memory about her, just the simple fact of when I bring her up, they know that she's no longer here. Why that makes it sad. And I just don't understand that. I just wish that I had someone to listen to me talk about her sometimes it even the good talk about her life how she lived how much of a loving mother she was how a beautiful person she was a kind soul 
or I just want to be able to talk about, you know, how it felt, just someone to listen. The people that offered a listener ear or the people that were trying to be there for me, I pushed them away. I just, and I don't, I didn't mean to do this, and I am so sorry that I did this, but I, I, no one's love felt like it was enough for me because it wasn't my mom's. I was looking, I was wanting sent. I was wanting love from all these different people to try to fill the hole in my heart from not having my mom's love, but it was never going to be enough because I can't replace her love for no one else's. And so I often made people who were trying to be there for me feel like they weren't enough or felt like whatever they did I would never they would never be good enough or I just pushed them away and I had to stop doing that I had to my mom's not here to give me physical love but there are people on this earth who do love me and who want to show me physical love and I need to let them in I need to let them in as them and not let the love in to try to fill another spot, another void in my heart. When I did that, when I was pushing everybody away, I realized I was just making myself even more lonely. I was already lonely. You get this different type of loneliness from not having your mom here when even when she was here y'all was super close and so now you're even more lonely because you pushed everyone away and now you're just by yourself and it doesn't make the grieving process any easier because you have no one to talk to now you're trying to bear this burden alone And you can't because you need support. No matter how well you cope with the grief of losing a loved one, there will always be lifelong side effects. The lifelong side effects of losing a mother may be a little different than the general loss of a loved one. You'll never, I will never stop longing for the feeling of a mother's love because there's nothing like it i will always feel like there's a piece missing when i graduate college i know something isn't right someone's supposed to be here but they're not you know when i get married i always wish that i could just have one more hug I always just wish I could talk, tell her I love her just one more time. Just to hear her tell her she loved me just one more time. It's hard for me to connect with people because I've never... It's hard for me to connect with people because I'm just now taking the time and the energy and the space 
to heal, grieve, mourn my mom. So every time I get close to someone, I'm scared that I will suddenly lose them. And so it makes me feel like I can't connect with people because I have this subconscious fear. And I just need to do some more work to work on it. I always thought that was just how I was. Like, I just can't connect with people until now I realized it has something to do with losing my mom. Because when I was at Parkwood... Parkwood is a um, mental health facility in Olive Branch, Mississippi. And they diagnosed me with PTSD pertaining to my mom. And I was just like, how, how, how? But I think that's how. Because it affects my relationship with people. Why I can't be vulnerable with people or why I can't completely let people in because what if they're just gone the next day whether they die whether they leave there are ways I use to cope with these lifelong side effects I love dark humor I always make jokes about you know the death of my mom on Facebook and everyone is like is it okay to laugh yes of course it's okay to laugh it made me laugh I said it's a make someone else laugh and people you can't joke about things like that but that genuinely helps me feel better to joke about it to see it in a not so serious lens because I have to live with it every day I know how serious it is I know the realness of it so I just would like to joke about it every now and then just to take the pressure off I forgot to mention earlier, I don't remember much of my mom because I lost her 10 years ago and I have some memories, really distinct, vivid ones, like core memories, you know, from the movie. I can't remember. Is it called Feelings? I'm going to look it up. But, like, I, the, the core memories, the ones that really impacted my life, I remember those. Inside Out, yeah, core memories, like, Inside Out. But those memories definitely made a very positive impact upon me, and I will never forget them. But as a coping mechanism to deal with the trauma my brain doesn't really remember my life during that time. Not when well, my mom was alive, everything wasn't peaches and cream, but it was with my mom. She made some of the best memories I could ever ask for. I don't remember her voice either. I wish that someone had a recording of her talking, but no one does. But it's okay because even though I don't remember her completely the memories I do have are good ones and ones that I can remember and smile 
And I've reached out to some of my mom's friends, her siblings, and family members to ask about her to see what more she was like, to share some memories of me so I can get to know her in a sense more, even though she's not here. I've met a lot of people who can relate to me, and I think that it is important for us especially kids who lost their parents at a young age, we should get together and talk and support each other because it is a hard world to navigate. It's a common misconception that grief goes away. It never, it never goes away. You just learn to live with the loss at first when you think of the person you get sad and you cry but you get to a point one day where you can think of them and you can smile and you can celebrate the years that they were here and appreciate the time that they were here instead of remembering that they'll never be here again Memories of them won't make you sad anymore. The memories of them will put a smile on your face and remind you to celebrate their life. Focus on the celebration of their life rather than the fact that they're gone. Acceptance is the last stage of grief. I think I've just entered my era of acceptance. Because when I think of her, I don't always get sad anymore. I was able to record this podcast episode, and that is such growth and progress for me. From when I was unable to even utter the words, my mom died. And I'm so proud of myself. For getting through, for persevering. Because I think that people who haven't experienced a major loss in life don't know how big of a blow it can be and how hard it is to pick yourself back up afterwards. When you're in your stage of depression, when you're in a stage of depression during the, the stages of grief, you you feel like you'll never, ever, ever be able to accept it. In this new stage of acceptance, I'm also feeling hopeful. Feeling hopeful of the future feeling hopeful for a good life even though my mom isn't here hopeful that i can achieve happiness and peace without her being here and i'm getting to a point not getting to i'm at the point where i'm taking my life back i am not going to be boxed in anymore 
by the identity of a motherless daughter. I'm going to expand out of that. I'm going to be more than that. Yes, I lost my mom, but I also persevered. I'm I'm living this in spite of. I'm doing all the things I want to in life. And my mother, very proud of me. And my mother is looking down on me. She is in my heart. And she is living through me. So that I can allow myself to stop wallowing and pitying myself. And I can allow myself to move on. Allow myself to do bigger and better things. I've learned so much throughout these 10 years of grief. It really does get easier, but it will never go away. Every day, finally starting to hurt a little less. The holidays this year were easier for me. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to be strong for anybody. It is okay to not be okay. You just lost someone. Who are you being strong for? You don't have to feel you don't have to say I'm fine just to make someone else feel better. Feel what you need to feel. Give yourself that space. Allow yourself to feel those emotions because the longer you put it off, the more painful it gets. I put off the I put off grieving my mom for eight years. That pain was growing and sitting there and marinating and getting worse for eight years. And when I finally uh, when when it finally slipped through, when I couldn't hold it anymore, it was catastrophic. It was even more unbearable than I could imagine because I waited so long. I needed to hit rock bottom to heal. I needed to hit rock bottom to realize, Joy, you need to do something differently because avoiding your problems will not fix them. Avoiding the fact that your mom is gone will not bring her back. Avoiding accepting it, avoiding coming to terms with it, avoiding the thought of it because it's too final. Still won't bring her back because it is final, because she is gone and she will never be back. And I had to be brutal and honest with myself about that. And it hurt. It hurt my feelings. It made me cry. But I could not continue to lie to myself. And I could not continue to avoid it because I was ruining my life. I was sabotaging myself. I was wallowing and letting it consume me. I was not going down a good path. And the root of all my hurt and all my pain was my mom and I needed to deal with it. And when I hit rock bottom of all that hurt, I had that epiphany. I had to forgive myself for who I was while I was grieving. I had to forgive myself for what I had done while I was grieving. 
I had to forgive myself for quote unquote taking too long to grieve. I had to forgive joy. I did the best I could at the time with what I had. I did the best that I could at the time with what I had. You realize some things once you're out of a certain place in your life and you're like, this was so obvious. Why didn't I realize that earlier? Because your mind can play tricks on you. Your mind can keep you from seeing what's right in front of your face. And sometimes that's just how it is. And once you are able to see it, you have to forgive yourself that you didn't see it. Because you did the best that you could at the time with what you had. I had to forgive everybody in my life that I felt like wasn't doing enough. Because... No one knows what to do in that situation, especially when I when I try to talk to people about my mom. They always think that I want them to fix it, or they think I, they or they think that I that I'm coming to them with the idea of I'm gonna say this, and this person don't know exactly what to say. I know you don't know what to say. You you're not even in my shoes, so how could I expect you to know what to say? I have lost a parent and I still don't know what to say to other people who have lost a parent so I know that you don't know what to say and I don't expect you to fix it but subconsciously the ones that were close to me I did expect them to fix it and I also was so angry at the world about my mom being on I had to forgive the world because Me losing my mom has nothing to do with the world. Me losing my mom has nothing to do with anyone but my mom because she was the one that passed away. I had to forgive my mom because I was mad at her for leaving me. Once I forgave myself, my mom, everybody grieving became just a little bit easier. You have to have patience with yourself because it took me a very long time to get to the place I am at now. You have to be patient with yourself because this is a not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. You cannot put parameters on grief. You can, the, the five stages of grief, denial, bargaining, anger, depression, acceptance, it, it's, it, it doesn't go strictly in that order, then you're done, and it's just one month here, one month here. It doesn't go like that. It can be so different, so unique for each person, and you might jump around, jump back to a stage. You might feel like you're at a point of acceptance one day, but then the next day, you might just be super sad about it. You have to be patient with yourself and allow yourself to go through your grief process not what anyone else feels like your grief process should look like i have this appreciation for my grieving process because i know that without those those nights of inconsolable crying 
I know without those nights of feeling like I'm losing my mind of I can't even fathom this pain that I would not be here today. I would not be at the point where I am today to be able to say that I'm actually I'm okay. I'm okay. My mom is dead and I'm okay. I know this generation has it big on no friends, do it alone, you don't need nobody. You can't do this alone. You cannot grieve alone. You, I've tried and failed multiple times. And I know other people that have tried and failed. You cannot grieve alone. You need support. Everybody needs somebody. I don't care how independent you are. The most independent, self-sufficient person needs somebody. Whether it's a therapist, whether it's a friend, you need somebody. You need someone to wipe your tears. You need someone to hug. You need someone to talk to because you literally explode with emotion without having someone there. the most important things I feel like I've learned though is let that shit go let it go if it's if it's no reason for you to hold on to it let it go let go of those what ifs let go of that guilt let go of that idea of what your grief should look like let let go of that blockage that you have keeping you from feeling everything you need to feel let it go I sound like Elsa let it go I can't sing but <laughs> let that shit go let go and let the universe let go and let God let go of what's holding you back moving on I really hope that me talking about my testimony, me talking about my process of grief could really help whoever's listening because I know it can be a lonely process and I know you feel like you aren't doing it right, but I just want to put it out there, put a different story out there of grief looking completely different they can come in any shape size or form and i want to show people that we're in a really bad place like i was that even for you there is a light at the end of the tunnel that one day you will be okay that one day you can think of your person and you will cry tears of joy and not of hurt, anger, and sadness. That's it for today's episode, guys. I'll get up with y'all in the next episode.